After a lifetime of researching the dynamic and enigmatic world of light entertainment, I've decided to ditch my notebook and meet the people who inspire me. What makes them the people they are? How do they feel about the show business landscape in which they find themselves? And in a world where anyone can be a star, is there still a need for performers who have universal appeal? Come with me on a journey of discovery as I get a unique insight into Britain's favourite stars with a little help from my glamorous assistants. Yeah, well, I say glamorous, more like hazardous. And of course, we'll have a bit of fun along the way. For over 40 years, pop rock group Shawaddy Waddy have been entertaining audiences up and down the land with their melodic sound, which harks back to a time of teddy boys and greaseback hair. With timeless hits including Three Steps to Heaven and Under the Moon of Love, Shawaddy Waddy have made an incredible mark in the British Music Hall of Fame, and fans continue to fill theatres to hear their unique sound. I caught up with the Leicester-born rockers ahead of the Isle of Wight leg of their nationwide tour to talk music, life on the road, and Britain's love affair with the novelty record. Ladies and gentlemen, Rod and Romeo of Shawaddy Waddy. So, first question. You formed in 1973, and later that year you were a runner-up on New Faces. How did that show give you the grounding in which to hone your careers? Um, well, no, well, actually, by, by the time of 1973, we were all, we were all so well-seasoned musicians anyway. Um, when it comes to... The um, New Faces, which was the talent show at the time, we didn't really want to go on. We didn't want to do a talent show at all. Because, I mean, like, you can just think about it. It's, it was the X Factor of the day. And we didn't think we, you know, we really wanted to be projected as sort of uh, talent show competitors and such. That's right. Actually, we were actually asked to go on the show. Yes. Surprisingly, it, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we... Undernard and all the rest of it, but we we went on it anyway, and um, the action the reaction was brilliant because the fact is you should remember in 1973 there were probably only four TV stations, so anybody viewing any show at any time would have been in its millions really. Now I, I'm not quite sure how many um, what the figures are for new faces, but I think it'd be substantial then. Uh, we did that. We did, we did the first program anyway, and there was a massive reaction, wasn't it? From there was. The reaction from, was from, incredible from in, the general yeah. public. In fact, I think the next gig we did after that uh, was in Liverpool. We ran on stage, and everybody started screaming. So we had to look around to come on with us. But yeah, so that's the power of television. Yeah, and the, yeah, and that was good. I mean, the thing is, the 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 good that came of it was the fact that we were seen by all the people in the business, of all the record companies, all the producers, and all the songwriters. Um, Mike Hurst saw it, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but b- before Mike Hurst approached us, who we ended up with anyway, there was a guy called Wayne Bickerton, who ended up being producer for um, the Rubettes. So he wrote a lot of the songs uh, with Shibwadi Wadi in mind, and we rejected him as a producer because we got Mike Hurst, but all those songs that he uh, he had written on the, and the uh, subsequently recorded would have been would have been for Shawadi Wadi, you know. So in the end, it turned out to be a good thing. We actually rejected Sugar Baby Love without realizing it, <laughs> but we got Hey Rock and Roll. 
So you mentioned X Factor there. How different was New Faces compared to X Factor and this era of talent show? Um, well, I, I can't really... Well, I th- well, there was a difference because there was no Sam Cowell figure then. Well, I mean, when I say that, there was a baddie, but not insulting in the way. The, the insults, or, well, 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 let's put it this way. There was some so-called, well, put-downs and such, but not somebody say really, really insulting things that Sam Cowell got known for. It wasn't like that at all. You might even call it constructive criticism for the artists, you know. Um, that's the massive big difference. And, and people, what acts didn't appear on the show just to be ridiculed, like X Factor. So there's a massive difference with that. So, you know, there were people actually trying to get on and who probably had talent. A lot of people, a lot of people go on X Factor today and they've been brought on as a sacrificial lamb for the likes of Simon Cowell to sort of, you know, destroy. In what ways do you think you contributed to the rediscovery of Britain's love affair with the 1950s sound? Massively. Yeah, I can't think. Of, I can't think of anybody else that was doing that. Well, I mean, at the time that we were, but it was, well, it, was yeah. it was the music that we that we grew up with. Well, the thing is, and, yeah, the thing is, in the fifties and so on, you've got the likes of uh, Marty Wilde, Joe Brown, and all that. They bought it. They they were doing it at the time because you know it was contemporary to do so. Um, but you're talking about. The, I'm talking about like ten years late, thirteen years later. Um, at that time, nobody. A lot of people have even forgotten about rock and roll as such. A generic term, rock and roll. Because, you know, people was, uh, you know, thinking about the Led Zeppelins, your Genesis, your Stones and all, which, you know... The Beatles and the Stones. Yeah, all that. Great. You know, I love those bands as well. But the thing is, that there was a a kind of music which was completely forgotten. I was going to say that. I I think we did help to bring that music to a lot of people that probably wouldn't have... Wouldn't have heard it before. Yeah, that's right. And of course, because we came along, you've got your people like Darts and so on came along with it. They was widening in the slipstream, sure, what it But I think we, we not, well, I wouldn't say we were instrumental in bringing uh, 50s rock and roll back, but we were cert- certainly um, made a massive contribution to do so. And we've still, still got great fans now, which is incredible in 40 years. And your cover of Eddie Cochran's Three Steps to Heaven was a hit in 1975, um, reaching number one in Ireland and number two in the UK singles chart. How important do you think that song in particular was making Shawadi Wadi an even more recognised name? And Was that sort of the catalyst? No, well, I don't, I don't think... No, I'm not quite sure about the catalyst. Well, I mean, the thing is, it was number one, wasn't it? On the Mood of Love was the one that really did it. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Three Steps to Heaven is mass you know, you know, great song. We loved it. It's one of my favourites as well. But I think really if you talk about mass acceptance, it would have been, you know, under the moon of love. Mm-hmm. You know. Though though, I mean I think um other actually other acts um had done Three Steps to Heaven without Success, I think Mud did it before we did, actually. I think Mud, yeah, I think they did. Or was it Under the Moon of Love? No, no, no. Oh, that, yeah, that was different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they probably did both, I think, or whatever. You know. But, 
You know, no, but I, I don't think it, I, it wasn't uh, three steps down anyway. Uh, to me, it was on the moon of love that really made the band what it was. Even though the first three or four hits were self-penned. Yeah, yeah. However, hey, rock and roll, rock and roll lady, and a few others. Yeah. Sweet music. All yeah. those we they some, were self-penned. We had some great songwriters. A couple, uh, Dave and Trevor in particular. Um, for some reason, we got this reputation of being a covers band, but we, we had a lot of original material, which singles or album tracks. Mm. Why do you think Under the Moon of Love was so synonymous with you? As you say, other people have sort of covered it as well. Yeah. Um, well, it was such a great song. Um, so, uh, I mean, I really can't put my... The fact that it was just a great song... Um, Done in doo-wop fashion. Yeah, yeah. Um, good producer. Yeah, good producer. I mean, we, we stuck faithful, faithfully to the recording of that song. We did. Because yeah. you couldn't change it. You know, if you wanted it, and we wanted to put it out as a single. And, you know, the record company loved it straight away. You know, and really, if, if anybody talks about Shibori Wadi, that's the song people will always mention anyway. So in recent years, the sort of novelty records have been subject to some scrutiny among hardcore music folk. Where do you stand on the novelty record? Well, I mean, I think, I mean, I would never, never criticise or knock any of the artists anywhere because they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't buy novelty records. I wouldn't buy one, but I wouldn't knock anybody for, for doing so. You know, it, everybody has you know, a right to do what they want to do. That's right, absolutely, yeah. Because a lot of sort of cover bands, it always seems to be a sort of, they'll go down a novelty song route, so they'll go after one that will attack, yeah. attract a lot of people. It's not something that we've ever done. I mean, all we ever tried to do was bring those song, old songs that people hadn't heard and just give them a, a newer treatment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think probably, you probably need to define the what you really mean by novelty, because... You know, when you say novelty acts, I mean, what do you really mean? Sort of the acts that come in, in and out of fashion, they come into fashion and then they'll maybe do a cover, rejuvenate, oh, yes. yeah. rejuvenate yeah. one of those old songs yeah, 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 yeah. and then float back out again. Yeah, well, yeah. I think okay, what, what happened there with these acts is the fact they got picked up, they get picked up by the record company. I mean, it's not the acts, I mean, there are some acts, a lot of acts, well, to get a hit record, a better, they'll just... Because they would be like driftwood, and suddenly they're grabbed by the record company because the record company see a commercial angle. They use that band to do that song, whatever it may be, and of course they're instantly disposable. I mean that's basically what it's. But having said that, that's the way the business went anyway. Whether you agreed it, agree with it or not, I myself wouldn't do it. I don't buy novelty records. I would never do that, but. It's up to the individual, isn't it? So, 40 years later, and you're still on the road. Though over time members have come and gone, how do you cope with the changes and how do you have to adapt to incorporate new members? Well, I mean, everybody that's joined this band has joined it because they wanted to. So they've all had something to offer. and we, we, we have fun, we've always had fun, and, and we're just having fun with the new guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what's happened is we've, we've basically kept 
the vocal um, side of the shawadi body it fairly intact. Uh, what it what it means is we're very we're still we don't sound completely different from the original because we try to keep get people in who could actually do the vocals the way we expect them to be done. So in that respect, you know, um, vocally we're quite sound. Um, we've had guitar players, we've had um, rock and roll guitar purist guys who would do that. Paul was mm -hmm. that was like yep. that, but I think. We're quite more at home with um, a more contemporary guitar sound, rock and roll sound. I mean, we we actually never went out to be what you would call a generic rock and roll band as such. Meaning, we didn't really play a lot of Chuck Berry stuff or Eddie Cochran stuff. I mean, Three Steps to Heaven was one of the few things we did there. But basically, it was more a vocal thing for sure. Body, body. You know, do what is really where we started. But we were looking to do them uh, 1970s style, contemporary style at that time, which, I mean, like, w w which follows on to what we do today. You know, we, I think we can probably play a little bit better than we did then. But having said, I would think that 40 years yeah. later, I, was, I should think so. <laughs> That's right. But there yeah. were songs that, that, that we wanted everybody to hear, and we were lucky enough to be in a position where we, we could... Well, I mean, Three Steps to Heaven was a, a single, but we, we gave them all our own treatment, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. We, we never copied them. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, the good thing about all that now as well is that um, we have quite a relatively young audience as well. I we mean, like we, well, when I say that, we have granddads, moms and dads and their children. So it's like three generation of, 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 of uh, fans coming to see the, the, see the show. And sometimes I'm always sort of astounded by because we don't get played in Radio 1 no. at all, obviously. Um, not that much. Well, we do get local radio, so mm -hmm. radio 2 a bit. But I'm just astounded how these young kids, some of them in early 20s, late teens, some, some of them, know all the words of the songs. So I can only imagine that would be from their parents or somewhere. How, where... How and where did they get to know these songs that we are? But they, they end up being fans as well. Yeah, they do. And, yeah. and they say it's because the parents played the music when they were young, mm. which happens to a lot of, lot of cases, doesn't it? Yeah, because, well, they tell us that's the case. They tell us that, yeah. And what's still the thrill of performing for you guys? Well, I don't, for me, uh, it's, something, uh, it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, I've always wanted to go on stage and I'm sure Rod's the same, mm. just to just to entertain and do what you do. I mean, like the fact. I mean, I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. I think Shawadi Wadi got lucky. Just like when I say that, I mean, there's loads and loads of good bands about, mm. and I think we were in the right place at the right time, and people picked up on us. But if they didn't, we'd probably be still be doing it now anyway. Mm -hmm. But what gives me the most satisfaction is seeing the audience going away happy. I mean, that's 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 what we're there for. Yeah, absolutely. So tonight, Shanklin Theatre on the Isle of Wight. What's next for Shawadi Wadi? You're touring at the moment, and <laughs> Shawadi Wadi's been doing a forty-year tour. <laughs> no, that's what. They, yeah, that it's true. Yeah, I mean, we were not got, harking back to the seventies. Um, if you can remember, a lot of bands, and this was like the thing to do. You'll make an album, 
you'll do a tour and then disappear, disappear for about three or four years. You know, we never did that. We did a tour, an album, tour, album, single, tour, album, single, tour, blah, 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 till we are today. We've always done that. We never, we never sort of say, oh, we want to take years off or what. It's what we do, you know. But the thing is, these, these same, very same bands who were resting under laws because they sold a lot of records, I've had to come out the woodwork now because nobody's buying, unless you're Adele or Beyonce or all these, you know, the massive big superstar. They're the ones who are selling records. You have to now go out and do a gig to keep the whole thing going. So more of the same. Yeah, more, yeah, a lot more of the same. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, guys. A big thank you to our guest for being the subject of another Beyond the Title interview. If you like this, why not browse the website and see if there's anything else that takes your fancy. Don't forget to like our Facebook page to receive updates of forthcoming interviews and to see more information about me and what I do. Thanks again and hopefully see you next time for another Beyond the Title interview.